Love Talk Radio. Welcome, everybody. This is Kiki RS, the Coach Road Show. I'm the Coach Jared Rogel. Really quick before we hit the intro here, want to let everybody know that next week, next Monday, Seminole Softball Monday show is going to be delayed. Um, we're trying to figure out a day and time to do it due to uh, Florida State possibly being in the airport or actually up in the air during our usual showtime. This is TCRS, though, and today's show is all about San Diego State. We'll be right back on the other side. When you come in, you're, you're playing for something bigger than you, and you learn that quite quickly when you get here. And success breeds success. There's every program here is just punching that card to be top five, top ten. I think recruiting is getting tough because you're you're not only guessing on the athletic potential of somebody, but really you're guessing on the the type of mindset that they're going to bring. I'd rather have one great pitcher and eight average players than eight great players and one average pitcher. This game's called fast pitch for a reason. It all starts in the circle. How is Yuhu not on every household shelf? You go drink a Yuhu today and you tell me you don't like it. If you drink a Yuhu and you don't like it, I will give you your money back. Now it's time for your host, Jared Rogel. And welcome, everybody. This is TCRS with Coach Roadshow, brought to you, as always, by Swivel Vision Training Goggles, the only training goggles trusted by pro softball player Allison Owen, of course, former standout Mississippi State pitcher. Check Swivel Vision Goggles out at www.swivelvision.com. Also, we're brought to you, as always, by Softball Spirit Magazine, the greatest new softball magazine out there geared exclusively towards future-gen players and coaches. Check them out at www.softballspirit.us. Joining me right now for today's show, though, is the head coach of the San Diego State University Aztecs, Kathy Van White. Coach, welcome to your first of hopefully many appearances here on TCRS. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Well, Coach, let's jump into this. Right now, you got to feel pretty good. Team is off to a great start, sitting at 7-2 and two overall. Just kind of sum up, if you would, briefly the first couple weeks of the season and your overall thought on how your team is doing. Well, you know, we started off shakier than I would have liked on defense. And um, generally, we, you know, we, we pride ourselves on the fact that we have great pitching and great defense. And um, I think um, the defense sort of uh, played nervous, played scared for the first weekend, but um, to be expected. And what was really nice was this weekend, last weekend, we came out and uh, did a much better job. They settled down nicely, um, and, you know, everyone everyone says it, defense wins championships. So I want to I want to ask you this and and get your thoughts. I think we heard it there in the intro. Um, possibly Karen Weekly was on the show a while back and said that she would rather have one great pitcher and eight average players than eight average than uh, eight great players and an average pitcher. Your thoughts on that? <laughs> oh, absolutely. I think we all know that uh, you know this. This game is about pitching, and um, that's changing because we're seeing a lot more power in the game, and the game can change very quickly uh, with one swing of the bat. But, um, you know, your pitcher is the one who's going to keep you in it and give your team confidence, and she does so many things that 
um, the intangibles that you just can't teach. If you can find the, that one, um, you know, I think that you can go a long way and try to manufacture runs. You try to teach them on a run basis, try to do all the little things, and that pitcher's going to that pitcher's gonna keep you in the game. So I would agree wholeheartedly. So, Coach, want to run through some of the uh, quality wins that your program has so far this year. Um, two quality wins against Purdue. A very good win against Idaho State and then uh, Oregon State well. What what have you learned about your team to this point in the season that you did not know about your team coming into the season? Or what's the biggest thing that has been reinforced that you did think about your team? Well, I think that we reinforced the fact that we have a good hitting team. We knew that coming in, probably the best hitting team that this program has ever seen. Um, and, you know, we showed that coming back from some situations this past weekend and so on. But what we didn't know and we learned about our team was that Erica Romero is going to take the bull by the horns and really enjoy getting the pitching time that she's getting this year. And, um, she has done an outstanding job for us uh, in the circle. She has pitched virtually every inning we've played. She's um, So she's a workhorse. She works quickly. She keeps the team going in the game. She throws strikes, and that, that keeps everybody involved. Um, she's not there striking a lot of people out. She, she uses her defense behind her. Um, and, and what I'm the most impressed about with her is the poise that she's shown um, in tough situations. You know, she's, she's just done an outstanding job shutting down some very, very good offensive programs, including um, UCLA and uh, Oregon State um, shut out this past weekend. And, um, you know, she did a good job against Texas A&M. So we're, we're pleased with what she's been able to do for us, and hopefully we can just manage the staff and keep her going throughout the year. With a, with a young player like that, and I believe she is a sophomore currently, with, with a young player like that, how important is tournament time for for especially a, a young player at that position? Well, in the tournaments, you're obviously going to see the teams that, you know, from so many different areas and um, from – you know, top to bottom throughout the, the um, Division One, And, you know, she's going to be tested this weekend against some of the, you know, best teams in the country. Um, and uh, in a couple of weeks, we play the University of Florida defending national champion. So, she, you know, she's got her work cut out for her. But, yes, the tournaments are where she has to build up and um, gain that confidence that she needs going into conference play. Um, you know, conference play, we go back – we go from a five-game weekend to a three-game weekend. So if we can keep her healthy throughout these five-game weekends, then we get to conference. I think it's a light load after that. And, um, you know, the confidence is the biggest issue for us right now because the 7-2 and two looks great, but we haven't played, you know, the best tournament schedule yet. It's coming up, and this is going to be the true test. So we'll see. So, Coach, let's talk about it. I had a chance to break down – uh, some of the upcoming Mary Nutter Classic on this past Seminole Softball Monday with Lonnie Alameda, of course, head coach at FSU. When you look at your game, you've got Oklahoma, LSU, Nebraska, Kentucky, Stanford. How Kind of go through each of those games really quick for us 
you know, what are you expecting out of each one of those teams, and, and how do you think you best have to attack each of those programs? You know, I really need to talk to the scheduler because I don't know how in the heck we got each of those teams. Um, <laughs> four, of the five, four of the five College World Series teams from this past uh, <laughs> from the from this past year. So, you know, it it'll be it'll be interesting. You know, we go out and we start out with Oklahoma, so you know what you're going to see, and um, uh, they're they're certainly not going to um, back down. I think what our team needs to learn is. If we get a lead, we can't stop. We've got to keep. We've got to keep uh, pushing, and because other teams don't, especially teams like that, um, and we've got to pour it on if we get the opportunity and take advantage of every every offensive opportunity that we get. Um, you know, I'm not one to go look ahead and see they have this, 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 this down the lineup. Um, we're gathering scouting reports right now and putting together. The, putting together, you know, what we're going to see, video, uh, looking at other pictures and things like that. But it's very obvious. We have, we have four teams right off right off the bat that went to the College World Series last year. So we have a pretty good idea that we're going to have our work cut out for us. And I think today in, in practice we're going to, uh, you know, kick the machines up a little bit faster and, and make them move a little bit more and challenge them and um, shorten the swings because we can't we can't have our hitters out there taking big swings or good pitching will take advantage of that. And um, then it's just play the game the way you know how. Um, if, you know, in some regards, we're fortunate to get to see these College World Series teams because we've got video on them. You've got, you know, pitchers from last year and, and an opportunity to see them and, and you know what you're going to see. But at the same time, uh, in person under the lights, you know, big stage, that's, that's different. So, um, hopefully we have a resolve and the, the kids have been working hard and they're, they're very much looking forward to these tests this weekend. Coach, let me ask you this about the, the last team that you'll face, Stanford. Obviously a big coaching change, big coaching staff change there for them with uh, Rachel Hansen out there now. What do you think that she brings particularly well to a program like Stanford? You know, uh, we played Rachel's um, team last year at the um, at Dartmouth um, in regionals, and they're very scrappy. Um, I think that she's probably uh, bringing a lot of that youth and energy and and excitement into their program, and and the new face always always does that. Um, I don't know uh, if they're going to have you know the Stanford of past, or if we're going to see a whole new you know group of players and and uh, type of style of ball. But uh, you know that they'll be classy. You know that they'll play the game hard and respect the game. And I think Rachel proved herself by getting Dartmouth there last year and, and what she's done with that program. So it's going to be um, interesting to see. But at this point, we've, you know, we've tried to stay focused on our own game and make sure that we're doing the things that, that we know how to do well. Uh, Coach, after the Marinutter Classic, you'll head back to San Diego for the – First of two San Diego Classics, uh, you know, some good teams coming in there as well. Uh, St. John's, Cal Poly, obviously, um, I, Iowa State's coming in, and then Oregon and Florida. Um, you know, when, when you look at this, kind of, first of all, talk about the importance of being able to host your own, uh, you know, tournaments. I know you guys have already hosted one as well um, at the very beginning, but what, how important is it for schools to host their own tournaments during this time in the season? 
Well, we certainly are fortunate to live in San Diego and have this great weather and, and get to get to play at home. So sleeping in your own bed has a lot of advantages. But um, uh, bringing, bringing these teams in here, um, the comfort level playing at home is completely different. And um, I'm sure everyone would agree if they were at their own place, they'd rather play, you know, certain teams. We get to play Oregon and Florida at home. So that's one advantage I'd like to think that we have. Um, you know, we get to keep them home. We get to keep them in school. We, we don't have to deal with uh, long lines at the airport and, and um, you know, the tiring, tiring out like, like you know, travel can do to you in certain regards. So I would host every weekend if we could. But our conference is such that we have to travel a lot. So we need to have that experience as well. And um, uh, so we, we host three tournaments a year, and um, certainly it's, it's been a huge advantage for us in that regard. Oh, Coach, I know you said you don't like to get ahead and, and look at teams down the road, but I want to talk about one team in particular that is in your conference that you'll see towards the very, very end of the regular part of the season. Colorado State, I, I just had a chance to watch them, as I hope everybody had a chance to watch them uh, on the Longhorn Network this past week. What, what are your opinions, just right off the bat, on Colorado State, and if you did get a chance to watch any of those games yet? I have not watched them this year, but um, Jen Fisher's done a great job with that program. They are always a very good hitting team. And um, I think the games against Colorado State for us always kind of uh, go, tend to go back and forth. They're high-scoring games, and um, we know we've got to go a full seven innings. Um, nobody's going to let up throughout that game. Um, they they have strengthened their pitching staff immensely, so that's, um, that was a weakness in the past, and I think that they're getting a lot better in that in that aspect of the game. Um, but absolutely one of the toughest opponents we face in conference. Very, very good program. Coach, it's been great having you here on the show today. Last question I have for you. We were kind of talking about this a little bit before we came on air. We had a fan question emailed in for um, Coach Alameda. And for those that, list, that did not get a chance yet to listen to this past uh, Monday, Seminole Softball Monday, make sure you go back and listen to Coach Alameda's answer to this. I'm going to throw it out to you, Coach. Who is – give us the one coach currently head coach and the one retired head coach that you have not coached against that you would want to? You know, that's a that's a really tough question because I've been doing this for 30 years now, and I'm not sure there are too many out there that I haven't coached against. <laughs> but um, – you know, I have I did not have the experience of coaching against Sharon Backus at UCLA, and I have the utmost respect for Sharon because of what she did to that program, and th- what she did to that program is continuing, you know, for has continued for many many years, and and will her legacy will live on forever, and um, I think that 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 speaks for itself, and. Um, I got to play when um, Sharon was coaching, but I was not coaching against her. So um, I would love to sit down with her sometime and just talk softball. But, uh, uh, you know, currently, I, I, I don't know. That's that's a real tough question. I think Ken Erickson has done a great job with his program, and um, we're looking at the possibility of going out his direction next year, and I look forward to that. Um, so 
um, there there are so many more good coaches out there now, and and the youngsters coming in have a great perspective on the game, and it's it's much appreciated what everyone has done, the hard work that's being put in, and uh, I um, I respect everyone who does this job because I know I know what it entails, and um, you gotta love it. Well, Coach, real quick, because this is your first time on the show, I want to give you a chance to let the listeners hear this, especially if we have any parents out there um, or, you know, high school players out there listening right now that might be considering uh, coming into your program. What does it take to not only be a member of your softball program, but the SDSU community in general? Well, I think you better be a blue-collar worker. You better be willing to come in and work hard and um, do whatever the team needs for you to do to um, make that happen. And we're seeing that right now because we've got the players who come in and expect to play one position and end up somewhere else. And they all come in and think they're going to play, and you know maybe their freshman, even sophomore year, they're not playing for a while. Uh, so you better be willing to accept your role and um, and keep working hard despite playing time and, and um, go out there and, and show us a great attitude because that's what's going to make the difference. Coach, and thanks a lot for coming on the show. I'm very, very much looking forward to seeing your team play. I'll be out at the Judy Garment Classic. I know it's going to be a great time out there in, uh, in Fullerton, as, as far as I've heard, it always is. So we'll see you in, yeah, a, in yeah, a couple yeah. weeks. I appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me. This has been TCRS, the Coach Road Show. Um, want to let everybody know we should be announcing here in the next uh, few hours, hopefully, the time of Thursday show, uh, head coach of the Louisiana Raging Cajuns, Michael Lotif, is going to, going to be returning to TCRS. Um, so we should be getting that set up here shortly again. Another reminder as far as the show next Monday with Lonnie Alameda from Florida State, we are working on rescheduling that due to – uh, their travel restrictions. Also, don't forget, make sure you guys follow San Jose State um, Softball. The Twitter link is up on the show description here. The Facebook page is also on there. Make sure you guys go like that. Make sure you guys follow Blake and Abby on Twitter at Coach Roadshow, and that's Coach R-O-G-E-S Show. Make sure you follow me at Coach Rogel. Until next time, later times, everybody.